All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Malik Matthew. Today is the 22nd of February. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. First up, the minutes of the last meeting of the Federal Reserve officials was released last night and it flagged concerns over moving too quickly to cut interest rates. It showed policymakers remain attentive to the trajectory of inflation, though some are worried that progress towards the 2% inflation target could stall. Fed officials agreed that borrowing costs are likely at their peak, but did not provide any clarity about the timing of the first rate cut. Among the views that stood out, Fed Governor Michelle Bowman argued that the current economic environment does not warrant a rate cut just yet. And Richmond Fed President Thomas Barkin said that recent economic data still shows persistent price pressures. Now, here's an NDTV Profit exclusive. Hindustan Zinc will spin off businesses into two, one each for its zinc or lead and silver units. That follows recommendations from a panel that was set up to look at unlocking value in the Vedanta-owned company. Priya Agarwal Hembar, who is the chairperson of Hindustan Zinc, told NDTV Profit that in an exclusive interview at the Sindeshwar Kurd Mines near Udaipur in Rajasthan. You can catch that whole interview later today on NDTV Profit. In other news back home, you'll know by now that Paytm has shifted its nodal account to Axis Bank by opening an escrow account. And with that, the Paytm QR Soundbox and card machines will continue to work even beyond the 15th of March, which is the extended deadline set by the RBI for Paytm Payments Bank restrictions. It turns out that while negotiations with Paytm are underway for a chunk of Fastag's National Common Mobility Card and becoming banking partners for UPI transactions-related businesses, deals are yet to be finalized. That's according to bankers that NDTV Profit spoke with. Moving on, SEBI might issue a show cause notice to Z Entertainment Enterprises next month in a fund diversion case. The capital market regulator is currently summoning directors to further investigate claims of fund diversion and is committed to closing the investigation process by April, according to people familiar with the matter, who spoke on condition of anonymity. And finally, retail sales have shown signs of slowing in India, going by the data released by the Retailers Association of India for the month of January. As a whole, retail sales grew by 5% from the previous year during that month, and most retailers witnessed negative growth on a like-for-like basis as demand remains weak. In more international news, China has started drafting a law to promote the development of the private sector economy, which will focus on the core concerns of private companies. That's according to a Bloomberg report. This includes protecting property rights, guaranteeing the interests of entrepreneurs and managing missed payments for small and medium-sized enterprises. This is being seen as an attempt by the government to boost sentiment. In recent times, confidence has been hit in the private sector on account of changes in regulation by the government on a variety of sectors from real estate to video games and school tutoring. Authorities vowed to speed up the legislative process for the law. And in global markets, U.S. stocks moved in anticipation of NVIDIA results overnight. It reported a strong set of numbers and guided for another strong top-line growth in the current quarter. Shares gained about 6% in extended trading. U.S. stocks ended mixed, though, 
with the Dow and the S&P 500 eking out gains and the Nasdaq ending lower by about a third of a percent. And two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started positive. And now it's time to look at the major cues heading into trade today for India. And Neeraj is joining in to tell you just that. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Uh, well, um, you know, the the Fed minutes notwithstanding, and that has not led to a massive pullback in any other fashion, because I think this is what the base case was, that the Fed will continue to sound uh, not dovish, if I can use that term. And that's how it's turned out to be. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people are correlating yesterday's move to preempting what the Fed was doing. I would say it was probably a day of profit booking after six consecutive positive sessions and therefore par for the course, really. Somehow, just the way the quant indicators are indicating, it doesn't seem to be a market which is ready to correct quite dramatically. So let's wait and watch. I know there are a lot of uh, telltale signs about people talking about the massive valuation bubble and very likely that that is the case. But remember, we are in a period wherein in most years, uh, the there is a pre-election rally of sorts. And frankly, we haven't really seen a pre-election rally. Since December 14th, we've been moving in this band of 700, 800 points, which is what hardly 2-3%. So we haven't quite seen that. I very much doubt that we'll have a sharp pullback, if you will. For, for the near term, though, the highest call OI is at 22,200 followed by the 22,300 strikes. And that remains a bit of a resistance on an option side. It also remains a point wherein if the markets convincingly take it out, then there could be short covering. But that is doubtful, frankly, today at least. Uh, from among sectors that stood out yesterday, while PSUs had a big crack, and market-wide, we saw a bit of a pullback, especially at the broader end of the spectrum. Real estate was holding out, and people should take notice of that. Uh, it's likely to see medium-term positives, even if it pauses today. And just the data and the announcements that are coming in, Brigade, for example, today, are all pointing towards uh, some good earnings trajectory continuing for real estate as a sector. So that's to be kept in mind. Nevertheless, stocks to focus on. I think paints remain the biggest draw today. So Grasm is going to launch the Billa Opus paints business and will inaugurate about three plants. Two, so one plant getting starting, two more plants by March 24. Three more plants should come up over the next 12 months. This kind of launch, a capacity build out, has in such a short span has not been seen even by incumbents in the past. Now, of course, it's imperative on grassing to prove its metal, but one would believe that uh, the markets would want to believe that there could be some changes in market shares, maybe margins. Does it result to some bit of pressure for Asian paints, Berger paints and the likes? Very likely. Now, will it mean that Asian paints will be dislodged? No, but does it have an impact on margins? I think that's the key question that people are asking. And maybe the markets believe that. Jeffries, for one, believes that. They have retained a high conviction underperform on Asian paints with a target price of 2500 For a stock perspective, which is not cheap, certainly this could be a moment of reckoning. So keep this in mind. The other thing to keep in mind, though, of course, is that the stocks haven't done anything for the last six months. Asian paints in the last one month is down 2%, down 6% for the last six months. Kansai Aerolax, similarly, down 6% the last six months. Berger Paints has had a 5% uptick the last month. It's down about 2.5% the last six months. So the stocks haven't gone anywhere, despite the fact that the markets have done reasonably okay in the last six months. So that's to be kept in mind. Eureka Forbes is the other one wherein promoter Lunolux will sell up to 12% stake in the company via a large trade at a discount of 3% as the floor price. 
let's see how it gets absorbed. Could be an interesting one. Walchan Nagar Industries is in focus today. Cabinet has approved an amendment in the FDI policy on space sector. Walchan certainly serves that pocket. Could be interesting for this one. I think uh, for a lot of other companies as well uh, in the listed space could be meaningful. But uh, I could think of Walchan Nagar as the one that stood out for me. So keep that in mind. Z Entertainment after correcting double digits yesterday. Uh, there is some news that Sebi might issue a show cause, show cause notice to the company next month in a fund diversion case. So more problems for this one. Brigade Enterprises and PVP Ventures have signed a JDA to develop a 2.5 million square feet high-rise residential project in Chennai with a potential of about 2,000 crores. So that's to be kept in mind. And amongst brokerage notes, cities opened a 90-day positive catalyst watch on Maruti with a target price of 14,200 maintained. They expect a pickup in monthly volume driven uh, and expect strong Q4 results. UBS and uh, Nomura have a positive view on ABB. It was a stock of the day yesterday up 10% and um, I think brokerages have taken a constructive view to the management commentary. So expensive as it is. Watch out for this one. If it has a positive reaction, uh, you know the reason why. That's because of brokerage coverage. But remember, it's an expensive stock that has rallied 10% in a single session yesterday. So be careful with that one. And sugar stocks could be in focus because of the FRP news. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.